Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Terriers Together Talks, our first of 2023. In this episode, we are lucky to be joined by our three Terriers Together ambassadors from our playing squads. So from the first team, we have Will Boyle, and from the B team, we have Brodie Spencer and Pat Jones. For those of you unfamiliar with the players, Will Boyle is one of our senior centre-halves at the club in the first team. He actually came through the Huddersfield Town Academy and then left for a number of years to go play for Cheltenham Town before returning last summer. He will lead the conversation, and he doesn't sound too dissimilar from myself. Hailing from Northern Ireland, Brodie Spencer is our B team right-back and reigning Academy Player of the Year. A senior Northern Ireland international now, Brody has appeared a number of times this season for the first team as well, and you will recognise him from his distinctive Northern Irish accent. Last, but by no means least, Pat Jones is our young Welsh winger. A youth international for Wales, supporters will be familiar with Pat for having made an impression at first team level from earlier in the season, scoring his first professional goal for the club against Norwich City at Carrow Road. In this discussion that Will Boyle leads, the, the boys talk about the reasons behind becoming Terriers Together ambassadors, what they get out of the roles and their roles within the community and what that means to them and their motivations behind taking those on. If you'd like to find out more about Terriers Together or our Terriers Together ambassadors, then please feel free to to visit our pages on htafc.com. But without further ado, I'll hand over to Will, Brodie and Pat and we'll listen to them discuss their roles as our Terriers Together ambassadors. Will Boyle here with Pat Jones and Brodie Spencer. Uh, we're just going to have a little discussion around the Terriers Together uh, ambassadors, the role that we play and why it's important to us. Shall I kick us off then, boys? Go for it. Yeah. No, for me, it was um, a privilege, to be honest, to be asked, well, to have the opportunity to become a Terriers Together ambassador. Um, being from the local community myself, being in the academy here, and seeing how much of a sort of a family club it is and the impact that you can have on young people in the area um, was was a big opportunity and I felt like a little thing that I could sort of do and try promote it and give back to the give back to the local community. So I was really happy to, to be able to do it personally. What about you two? Um, for me, I think it was just obviously moving from Northern Ireland just coming into a completely different environment. I think this was a great opportunity for me to really get in touch with the community and, and learn a lot more about how this community runs and, and what it's like. Um, I think when I first signed for this club, you could really tell it's a really family club. Everyone's very close together and it's very linked in with the community. So as soon as I seen that, I, I thought, why not? Why not give it a shot? Yeah, I'll second that. I think um, when I joined the club, I'd done a few bits already in terms of... Um, volunteering with the community stuff and I really enjoyed it so I thought um, it would be really good for me going forward to sort of volunteer to be an ambassador um, and yeah just really so because we're in quite a privileged position as, as footballers and I thought it would be really good to, to you know um, to volunteer and see what sort of impact we can have on the community outside of our little bubble here at the training ground um, so, so yeah that, that was my reason reasoning for, for volunteering. Yeah nice so what about your previous clubs obviously from Northern Ireland Brody? And from Wales and the communities sort of well yeah your previous clubs and the community that you've come from um, how does that is there any similarities with here or any differences how do they compare yeah so where I'm from in, in Wales is a little small town so although 
you know, a lot of lads who come from London here think Huddersfield's quite small. To me, it was still quite a big step. Um, so it was a, you know, a big step in terms of communities as it was much bigger. Um, so that was different initially coming. Um, but now it almost feels like a home away from home for me, um, being here, because I've been here for almost four years. So, um, but, but yeah, it, it's, it's different, but I think the, 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 biggest di- the biggest similarity is that it's quite, that the people are nice, do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. um, in that regard, I think, you know, that's what a lot of people say, that's what mum and dad say when they come up, you know, the people are really nice and, and warm and welcoming, um, which was probably one of my reason, reasons for actually coming up here in the first place. Um, it was similar in that regard, so. Similarities and differences, like I said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for me, growing up in in Belfast, it's it's there's not a lot of opportunity for for players to go across the water. So I think the biggest thing over there was just a constant fight between you, your teammates, everyone wanting to be the best and push to to get that opportunity to move across the water and be the standout player. So I think that's the same here. As soon as you move over the well, as soon as you go into the academy environment, every player's fighting, everyone wants to play first team, everyone wants to impress the, the managers and the coaches. So I think in that sort of aspect, it's very, very similar as well. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, obviously I come through the, well, I was in the academy uh, from a, from around 15. Um, and I spent about five or six years here. And I think like you said, Pat, really, um, <laughs> from people from around here, hard working, working class, down to earth and I think especially if, well you two definitely for sure sort of embody that as well coming from a different area but you've definitely got them characteristics so I think it's good that you can recognise the impact that you can have in the local community even though it's not your home sort of community so hats off to you lads. Um, yeah Brody, do you want to touch on that if you feel comfortable mate? Um, yeah, so obviously growing up in Belfast and playing for a team like Cliftonville, it's, um, I would say I was one of the only mixed race people in the whole academy, so obviously I was a different challenge, obviously, um, it's not, I wouldn't say people look at you differently, but you definitely do stand out, and you can either take it as a positive or a negative, and I always took it as a positive, um, I think I took it as a positive as people, I always stand out on the page, people notice me more than maybe the other players so I always took that as a positive and, and just took it in my stride so um, yeah I would always take it as a positive um, I think the rest of the lads and, and my team there was never no problems in, in and around the community as well there was never no problems with that so yeah Do you think that helps you appreciate sort of our fan bases obviously from different ethnicities we've got loads of different people in the area from different backgrounds do you think that helps you appreciate appreciate that what yeah. sort of their support also and the and the role that you've got you can sort of empower things like that yeah yeah 100 percent um because obviously i've grew up in <laughs> with people who who's not the same like ethnicity as me so mm-hmm. to be able to see so many different cultures and ethnicities all supporting the same club and uh, being so close together and linked together and everyone's feeling together is, is very important yeah 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 good yeah and i'll just touch on sort of my experiences at my smaller clubs are probably a little bit different to Brody in that where, where I'm from and where I played was probably I suppose compared to where I Huddersfield now probably a little bit sheltered and a little bit different in terms of um, the difference in, in cultures and ethnicities like, like Brody was touching on so when I came up to Huddersfield it was probably a little bit of a culture shock to, for me initially um, 
so maybe took a little bit of time to adapt, you know, to, to spending time with lads from, from different cultures, from different areas, um, which to anyone would be, you know, a little bit of a challenge, I suppose, initially. Um, so, but that, that sort of opened your eyes, I think, to, mm. to a lot of different, um, lot of different people and, and, and different cultures and stuff. Um, and, it's, and I think it's really good because where I'm from is probably a little bit, you know, sheltered away from everywhere else and, um, so people can be a little bit closed at times to you know, to to different experiences and stuff. So coming up here was 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 brilliant in terms of meeting different people, um, you know, and stepping out of my comfort zone a little bit in terms of you know the sort of people I I mix with and the different cultures and backgrounds. And it's brilliant that the club is so diverse in that regard. Um, but but yeah, it's it was probably a little bit different to Bodie's experience in in terms of that. Um, so you think that you think that helped you sort of grow as a person yeah Matt. having the two different experiences and being able to yeah. see different sort of cultures people coming from different backgrounds I think that's helped you massively I think football helps that as well mm. um, so you know I think now I find myself comfortable speaking to absolutely anyone and mm. you know you feel I think a lot a lot of lads would probably say that because you you know in the change room environment and stuff you 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 know you speak and you mingle with lads from all different backgrounds and communities and you learn to you know you learn to almost learn about that sort of that side of it um and it's a it was a real eye, eye opener i think um for myself coming coming up here you know which bit a small ta- uh, sorry a big town in comparison to where i was from um and just learning um and you know i take that back and i think um a lot of my you know family are quite pleased that i've had that experience in terms of you know speaking to different sorts of people and different different backgrounds because it, it develops you as a person not only yeah, yeah. Yeah. and helps you on the pitch as well being able to connect with people in different ways so yeah it's an invaluable experience definitely yeah so for me the opportunity you know that we get within this role but also as being part of the club and the sort of the status that we have to get out in the with the foundation get out in the community um, and do events for me I especially like it when it's the younger generation um, that's not a slant on any other generation <laughs> but just sort of to be able to because I remember really consciously and vividly being that young, being that age, and although they might not, <laughs> they might they might know, they might not yeah. know who Will Boyle is, Pat Jones is, Brodie Spencer is. Just having say a footballer come into a coaching camp at school was I remember it being like being um, an unbelievable experience and looking up to them like crazy. And now to be in that position to be able to. I guess inspire, it might sound a bit corny, um, but I guess inspire sort of a younger generation um, to see that people from different different areas, different backgrounds, like you mentioned Brody, you've had to fight like crazy to get to where you are, but you can, you can actually do that and achieve what, for me, and I'm guessing it was similar for you two, but was, was a dream since I was a kid really, to, to be a professional footballer. So what do them sort of opportunities that we get going out in the, visiting like foundations and the soccer camps and stuff like that how does that how does that make you two feel I, I think I'll second second on what you said there I think the big sort of eye-opener for me was when I went to sort of a I think I went to a kids summer camp last year um, what you don't realise is the sort of power you have as a footballer in terms of changing people's days and stuff so those kids who like you said whether they know who I was or not they probably go away and that's probably made their day and they might you know, and they might go out and kick a ball afterwards, and that's probably what we don't quite realise, or um, 
you know, maybe aren't in touch with quite enough. Um, the sort of power we have over people's moods sometimes, you know, we have the ability to change the way people are feeling, which not many people can say, I don't think. So that that was, and, and you yourself, you feel really good about it when, when, you know, you walk away from somewhere and you think, you know, I've probably made a lot of people happy there, a lot of kids happy. Um, and I agree with you. If I, if I go back to when I was that age and a play, if a footballer came in, regardless of who they were, you'd probably be a little bit shell-shocked and, yeah. you know, amazed and... You know, it's quite. I probably don't realise, or you know, that that I'm in that position now, and um, it's a real privilege in terms of that. Um, but you know, just little things out of our day. So an hour at a soccer camp can make a huge difference to difference to a kid's life. Even they might go and take up football full time then and really go for it. Um, you know, after being inspired. So, like you said, you know, I I just think the power that we have as footballers to to change people's change people's lives really um, is is yeah. really really good. Yeah, definitely touched on just what Pat said there about <clears throat> how much like power we have on being able to change people's days, weeks and maybe even lives and I one hundred percent agree with that. I think um as a kid growing up even meeting players you've never even heard of, you do, you didn't even know they were professional football, but just knowing that they're they're a footballer and being able to meet them it was it was so inspiring, it really pushed it, made you wanna I don't. I wouldn't even know how to say, it, but it really made you wanna wanna push on with, with not even football, but other academic sports like rugby and stuff as well. So Just a positive influence in general. Yeah. 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 One hundred percent. And um, yeah. So being able just to to go out into the community and and help and change people's views, especially on football and young footballers as well, um, is a big thing for me. Yeah. So when I were in the academy um, before I left to go out of Cheltenham. Uh, I don't know if it was the same for you two, but did we have the bar still here? Yeah, where the office is our next door? Yeah, for, for, for a year where I was there, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So what I about you, bro? I came on trail, it was here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we used to be having pre-match meal for before the first team games and there'd be like fans having a pint, pre-match pint literally <laughs> five metres away. Um, and people can say what they want about that, but ultimately it allowed sort of that to be in touch with the fans. Mm -hmm. The fans and the players were in touch. Um, people might not say it's the most professional thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but yeah, sort of, now that's gone, how important do you think it is for the club to try stay in touch with, with the fans so that the, the distance, I think especially the last couple of years with especially the Premier League and, and the money in general in football, the distance between the fans and the and the players, I think he's growing. Mm -hmm. When you look at when you look at it, say from the seventies, eighties, where fans had where players might maybe a bit before that might be earning similar to what a fan fans earning. They'd all go in the same pubs after the games, and they'd be re a real part of the community. How important do you think it is for us now to try and not let that distance grow, mm -hmm. and so that the fans are in touch, so the fans under fans meet the players, they understand them as people, so. How do you think important that is? Yeah, I think it's massively important. I think it's difficult, you know, to find the balance, like you were saying, between, you know, being connected with the fans and then yeah. not being too unprofessional and, and then you become too disconnected. But I, th I do agree that in this day and age, I think we're probably becoming more disconnected than ever with not just fans, uh, other people in general mm -hmm. uh, in daily life with We've had technology. We've had this conversation yeah, yeah, many yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it's a real, it's a tricky one, but... Um, 
I think it's so important because without the fans, none of us would be here. None mm. of us would be playing here. You know. Yeah, I agree. Being lucky enough to earn money to do what we love, and it's um, it's it's events like community events where you really get a chance to sort of just relax and be be yourself. Because I suppose sometimes in in media interviews and stuff, you're probably giving sort of almost choreographed answers, and maybe fans don't feel quite connected with you because it's a little bit disconnected in that, in that sense whereas if you go to a community event you're just speaking to fans normally I think that's when you really develop a connection and, and, and a bond um, I think I think it's really important because I think if, if fans feel that not that they know you but almost like they yeah I suppose a little bit like they know a little bit of you then they're probably going to root for you a little bit more and have a little bit of support for you and you know that connection is much better and you probably want to play for them um, play for them more um, so it, it is really important, really important to have that sort of bond. Um, I think the difficult thing is just finding how to, you know, sort of nurture that and yeah, yeah. and get it in in this day and age with, you know, because with social media you probably think we'd be closer, but it's probably a little bit more disconnected yeah, as a, yeah. as a result of that. Um, so, I think as a club, and I think we're already doing it, but it's you know it's, it's continuing to find ways to keep the players connected with the fans and 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 keeping that relationship you know yeah. healthy. Yeah, I think with a, a club like Huddersfield in a quite small town, I think I don't think the the fans realise how much of an impact they have on us as players. Um, mm. the fans can literally be um the difference if if we win or lose a game. Mm. So I think staying connected and and really being connected with the fans and making sure they know how much that they actually mean to us and how much they motivate and inspire us is, is very important as well. Obviously, we know that we can motivate and inspire them, but also on the flip side do they know how much they motivate and inspire us as well um, obviously one of the best feelings in the world is w- when you get free points and you're walking around that stadium clapping the fans sort of like as a give back as well so it's very good to get back in to the fans in, in that aspect so trying to stay close as ever and, and really feel connected to them is really important completely agree with, with both of you lads to be fair so we touched on it a little bit earlier about people from sort of different genders different ages supporting town, different ethnicities, different cultures. Um, so when you're, say, walking around town and fans approach you from different, who are all different sort of types of people, uh, and also in the stadium when you're looking at the fans and they're from all different sort of age ranges, backgrounds, uh, how important do you feel that is um, for, for you, really, to, to see that we've got loads of people from different backgrounds coming out to watch football and support us yeah I think it's very important especially in this day and age um, I think everyone should feel comfortable in their own body and, and be able to walk around the streets and feel comfortable especially when they're coming to the big events like Huddersfield Games where there's going to be lots of people I think it's so important that fans know that they're comfortable they're, they're well accepted in, in the community and in and around the stadium to watch the games and and I think it's, it's so good when you do go down to the games and you're at the stadium and you're doing like player meetings and stuff you see so many different cultures backgrounds and everything so being able to see how it's just it's really good as well obviously that people can't feel comfortable to be in their own body and and being in around the community environment yeah I agree I think that's the beauty of football though that you know it doesn't really matter who you are where you've come from what you're doing as long as you've you know got a ball and a few mates you can play and that's that's I think the beauty of football right? it makes it one of the best sports in the world that you know, it's really open to anyone, and you you don't need anything to be able to play it, and that's why it should always remain open in that regard to watch it, to play it, um, 
and I think it, it can bring people together in that regard from different communities, cultures, backgrounds, um, and it should always be like that. Um, always be open, and no one should feel like they're not not welcome at a game or or to play. Um, and and I think I've I've been very lucky at my you know uh, quite a young age to experience different like I, I touched on before to experience different you know different people um, different communities cultures where probably a lot of kids my age wouldn't necessarily have seen as much as that. Um, so I I see that as a privilege. That I've been able to to you know mix with people from different backgrounds and, and learn in that regard. Um, and it, and it's important that we keep you know as a club trying to do that to encourage. Um, everyone and anyone to come watch the games and 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 to continue playing football, because um, that that's what makes it such a good sport. Is that you don't need to know it, you know, you, you can be yeah, it's for everyone. Exactly, yeah. it's for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like when when you used to go on holiday and I used to go hold, a holiday in Spain and there was just a group of lads playing. I didn't couldn't speak Spanish. Or anything, but you, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. you say in Universal, broken Spanish, yeah. so they know I want to play football, and then that's it. You, you play. Go on in, have a go. Yeah, yeah, you play for Spanish. hours. No, go on in broken Spanish. <coughs> but yeah, I want to play like football. Come on. Uh, that is very broken no, Spanish. Like, with, 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 with the bit of hand signals and that. Yeah. 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 You say football or something, don't you? Yeah. Just to just to round us off, lads, because I think a few people might be asleep by now anyway. So, yeah. What do you what do you personally get from from having say these conversations and the opportunities that we get to go out in into the community? For me, it's think we touched on it at the start sort of a privilege and from a selfish perspective it makes me feel good that I can do my own I can feel like I've helped people in the community put a smile on people's faces um, from sort of the platform that we're lucky enough to be given um, so yeah I'm just wondering I, someone just popped into my head there actually I don't want to waffle too long but like with the likes of Marcus Rashford and the things that that he's done in the past couple of years, uh, the amount of support he's had is brilliant. But also the minority of people who say, "Ah, stick to stick to football, just stick to what you do." But I feel it's important. Definitely, the platform that we've given, we've been given to try and have, even if it's a tiny, tiny impact. If we can, I think we've got a sort of bit of moral responsibility to to try and impact people um, positively, um, like Marcus, like Marcus definitely did. So, yeah, how does it make you feel doing things like this? Yeah, I think I think just like you were saying there, I think footballers arguably have more power than you know a lot of sort of political people and stuff like that as well in, in this day and age. So, you know, Marcus Rashford is watched by millions and millions every weekend. So if he he sends a message out, you know, a positive message to the community, then millions of people see it. Whereas, you know, and like you said, that's a privilege and it's something that as footballers we shouldn't really let, let us pass by because like you said it's probably a little bit of a almost like a moral responsibility that we should be doing it and I, I think it's um it, it and like you said selfishly when we go out to community and stuff it does make you feel good and that, that's one side of it but also like we touched on before it's, it's changing kids lives and um and as well look it's only an hour out of our day but the hour out of our day for example will will change you know, yeah. make someone's week really good, for example, um, or help out the staff who are working at these camps and stuff, and you know, support them. And it's it's that I think a lot of footballers and a lot of us probably sometimes can be a little bit out of touch with the difference that we can have on on, on the lives of these these people. Whereas for us, it, it means absolutely nothing. You know, it's just an hour out of our day, and 
it's um, of course it means effort, a lot. Yeah. To, yeah, it's not much effort. I mean, yeah. Um, but yeah, in terms of that, I think it's really important, and I enjoy it certainly going out and and, and doing the community projects that we do. Yeah, um, yeah. Personally, for me, um, just just being able to go out and change someone's damn week just by having a conversation with them and learning a bit about them it means so much to me especially being a kid from Belfast you're almost grateful for everything and almost you're trying to learn at every opportunity so going out and meeting them people obviously I'm helping them but it also develops me as a person which I think is a big thing as well um, obviously I'm still quite young so getting out into the community and learning about other people and, and seeing their backgrounds and how they came up is, is so important and just makes me so grateful to be able to be in the position that I am to have such an impact on someone's life ju- just by almost being a status of a footballer um, yeah. I think that it takes nothing to be a good person and to be able to go out there and meet the people in the community and have such an impact on their life just, just means a lot to me and I'm very privileged to do it yeah. right Absolutely. nice one lads I've thoroughly enjoyed that and I just got one question why Raj why want it a YouTube link are you starting to think I'm just thinking <laughs> Are you thinking we've got face for podcasts? <laughs> That's all I'm thinking. I'll speak for myself there because I'm in the middle of these two. Might might disagree with that. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you very much, no, lads. I appreciate thank it. You very much. A huge thank you to Will, Brody, and Pat for their time discussing their roles as Terriers Together ambassadors. If you want to listen to any of our other Terriers Together talks, then feel free to follow us on HTAFC Sounds on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can find all of our video content on YouTube at HTTV and all of our Terriers Together content is on HTFC.com as well if you want to search Terriers Together on there. But until next time, thank you very much for your time and we will speak to you very soon.